Hello, it's Friday. This is the Patterns of Play podcast. I'm Greg Margolis, and let's dive into some promotion and relegation. Alright, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Patterns of Play podcast. Uh, This is the special edition series on promotion and relegation and how and when it can be implemented in the United States. Uh, So the first two episodes covered the structures and formations of the leagues in Europe, So the big five, uh, mainly focusing on how England formed the Premier League and their subdivisions below. Uh, And then the most recent episode talked about how The MLS became the major league in the United States, but how there are other leagues that have been formed and that their structural, the structural game plan is, is in a place where promotion and relegation could be implemented. Uh, you know, if we didn't have to talk about all of the, the financials that go along with it, but we're going to do that today. Uh, that's the biggest part of this is, um, you know, why, owners are so against this idea of promotion relegation and it tends to always come down to the money uh, and why they just don't feel that the the income will be the same if they could potentially go to a lower division Um, so again this is that biggest argument owners of mls teams they don't want that chance of going to a lower division where money is potentially less profitable uh, television rights might be less available. Sponsorships aren't as available as well, like top sponsorship sponsorships. Um, and then the league profits is going to be distributed at a lower rate. Um, that, there's no argument against that piece, that final piece. But uh, you know, it, it all makes sense. But would the idea of having promotion relegation also provide more of an incentive for teams to grow? Uh, for the entire league structure to grow if there was this actual promotion relegation structure that attached the MLS to the USL championship. You know, if we only were to go with two divisions, uh, would that then pull, you know, those teams into a a higher profit stream just with that initial tie-in? Major League Owners might take initial hits with finances, but I think the league and the structure as a whole would exponentially increase their profitability uh, if promotion and relegation was implemented. So we're going to dive into some of the profits that uh, leagues in Europe see over the over the past few years and how it has been, how teams have been affected by promotion and relegation, and then talk about how. Uh, the profit stream could be comparable to the the U.S. with the MLS and uh, even the USL championship as well. So take one quick break and then we'll dive right in. All right, so let's first start with league profits and how they are compared around the world in some of the top leagues. Um, so looking at some stats from the top divisions, the top sports around the world, uh, and all of this information that I found was from this website called Statista. Uh, in the top 20 professional leagues around the world, uh, as of data varying from 2017 to 2019, 
13 of those leagues are soccer, uh, with the Premier, the English Premier League, La Liga in Spain, Germany's Bundesliga, and Italian Serie A, as well as the UEFA Champions League, which is you know a, a tournament that is played every year of the top European teams from around that area. Uh, all of those were coming in in the top 10 for yearly revenue. So we see that four of the five big European leagues make top dollar in professional sports on a yearly basis. Uh, the MLS, they came in at 16, which was just one above the EFL Championship, the second division in England. Uh, but their money, their profits were basically the same. Um, and those two leagues, they were below leagues in soccer leagues in China, Japan, and Brazil with the money being quite a bit more in those three leagues. So although in the top 20, the MLS financially is similar to the EFL championship, uh, again, the the second division of English football, in terms of money, and so not, not talking about talent-wise or any of that comparisons yet, but more, more of just money-wise, um, it's, you know, it's really a... I think that's something to pay attention to with how their income streams could be similar if they're already on the same page with what the second division of English football looks like. Um, but this is the first, yeah, so this is the first big comparison uh, that the MLS would want to look at potentially for promotion relegation because if they add the top division of the USL and make that the second division in the MLS league structure, there is potential that the top division's process will, profits would then grow and potentially then mirror what the Premier League has grown to uh, since its inception. Now, the data for that, I think, is hard to, you know, quantify. It's hard to say, you know, if we do what the Premier League did, what England did and added this top division, we added another division below, would our profit stream then improve in that uh, same way? It's it's impossible to say that because English England isn't competing. English football isn't competing with you know the other leagues that you know the MLS has to compete with, where you know the NFL and the NBA. Those teams, those leagues were, you know, the NFL is number one in that top 20 list uh, where they're not really having to compete with other leagues in the United States for money right now. Uh, but with soccer continuing to grow in the United States, the next generation of people who will be coming up to really watch sports is going to be a lot more watching soccer. So if you have a new structure in place that mirrors what the best leagues around the world are doing, then this next generation of people will be potentially then putting all of their profits towards soccer. Uh, so that's why I think it's now is a time to really start to consider how and when to put this promotion and relegation revenue stream into play here in the United States. Uh, because everything is setting itself up to really mirror what the Premier League and its you know subdivisions have been doing in England. Uh, the next argument is you know revenue and profits. So revenue 
is obviously how much, uh, you know, how much revenue, how much money they're making on that yearly basis. But then, you know, they're going to, owners are really paying attention more to the profitability of the club. You know, your revenue might be phenomenal, but then you might also be spending way too much on XYZ, depending on um, what your club looks like, the players that you have, even location-wise as well. Um, so most professional soccer teams don't make a lot of money on a yearly basis, and the owners in the MLS have been firmly against pro promotion relegation because of that chance of losing out on a lot of money if their team were to be relegated. Um, but in 2019, there were only seven teams in the MLS who had a profit to their operating income, according to the Statista uh, site that I found all this information on. So if your operating budget is so high and you are, you know, you're making money, but only seven of those, the teams are actually finding a profit on a yearly basis. That's, you know, there's something there to say that if, you know, if the structure is so, you know, financially phenomenal right now that you are so against the opportunity of, you know, potentially making more money, um, or finding a way to at least improve, you know, your revenue stream. It's it's an interesting fact that only seven of those teams had some form of a profit uh, in 2019. Uh, Sixteen teams they lost money in in 2019, including the runner-ups for the MLS Cup, uh, Toronto. I think they were at the bottom too. They lost like 19 million dollars in 2019. Uh, so. The league structure for your talent versus the amount of money that you're making isn't as much comparable to what, you know, league leagues in Europe where, um, you know, some of those teams that are really finding, you know, success are also teams that are um, able to find profits in their in their structure as well. So in comparison, the Premier League uh, in England, their profits and revenues are staggering. Uh, I want to focus more on the transition of teams that are moving from the Premier League back down to the championship uh, via relegation and the finances that are involved there. Because this is obviously the big piece of the puzzle with um, adding another division for the MLS is how would financial revenues change and profitability change if you were to be relegated from the MLS to, uh, you know, we'll say if the USL is the next league down, um, how would that change? Um, so when teams are relegated in England, they get this parachute payment. Uh, these payments are from the Premier League based on, you know, the broadcast revenue to teams that are relegated to assist with this transition to a league where you know viewership might not be as lucrative but i don't know the exact numbers on this but the viewership for the efl championship has very much blossomed in the, the past few years with their games being now streamed on espn so there is still a major viewership there and this is somewhat similar to what's going on in uh the United States because the MLS viewership has obviously been boosting itself up in recent years, but the USL now has uh, their games all on ESPN as well. So there, there is viewership with those games starting to improve as well. Um, 
And I think that, again, it's a setup that, again, mirrors what's happening in, uh, in England. So let's look at an example of, you know, let's say if the Montreal Impact were relegated to the USL, they'd receive some financial support from the MLS for a specific period of time to help with this transition, really assist in them rebuilding to attempt to be promoted again. Uh, this has helped teams in England in the past. Most recently, I would say, you know, Newcastle is the one who really comes to mind where they got relegated, promoted the very next year. They dropped into that EFL championship. Uh, they made some very fiscally smart signings. They had a really good coach that year, too, uh, who stuck with the team. They came right back up. So it brings me to my next point of promotion relegation and that actual there, there could be an actual benefit to going down. Uh, it provides the really smart ownerships the opportunity to look at the finances of the club, how it's structured, and potentially hit the reset button if the club um, just isn't in the right situation and can help them get into a more profitable state. Once it's there, then you can really invest in a way that helps them return to the top division. Um, I think there's op there's uh, examples of this in the opposite direction with teams like Leeds United, Blackburn Rovers, and then most recently with Sunderland. Um, Leeds and Sunderland, they both have uh, documentaries about this on Sunderland's is on Netflix and Leeds is on Amazon Prime, I believe. But it dives into how these teams were very, very, very successful teams. But as they made some, you know, poor financial moves, whether it was with players or with what they were doing with the with the actual club itself, they were bleeding money, and it led to the team being relegated multiple divisions. So you drop one, then you drop another, and then you drop another. Um, but for owners who understand that this opportunity is a chance to really provide a restructuring for the club in a way that helps them grow. Um, so when it does return to the highest division, it can really explode in profit in the long term. Uh, you know, there are examples like this as well, where um, I know Southampton is one who's been really capable of uh, finding itself they, you know, they they came up from the lower divisions, and they've been a pretty good staple in the the Premier League for a while. Uh, and then this year, they finally found a coach that fit what they were trying to do. Uh, Fulham is another one. You know, I'm a I'm a big fan of them, and I've uh, been following them for years. And they were in the Premier League for 13 years. They dropped down, uh, and you know, new ownership came in. They restructured the club. They're now in a very more a much more profitable situation and you know they have the chance to go up this year again uh depending on how this all plays out with the pandemic um and there were a team who they had gone up two years ago they dropped back down last year uh but the parachute payments there had, were were helpful for them in the way that it helped them uh, you know, they're they're in a position now to go right back up again since they dropped last year. Sheffield United, who is in the Premier League, they came up last season. That's the current example of uh, this is the current example of how to do it correctly. Um, they cut in 2018 their debt 
to almost zero from 2012, where they were almost, you know, 50 million pounds in debt, according to financial football news. Uh, they've used the time from 2012 until now to grow that organization and were fighting for a Champions League spot before all this pandemic uh, stuff hit. So maybe it doesn't come down to profits and income based on league level. Maybe it's whether or not the ownership wants to put in the work and really create something special versus just sit back and have it as be, you know, a source of income and, um, you know, this, I think, ties back into that idea of passion behind teams, why the game is so popular everywhere else in the world. And, you know, people who really put the support into something and the ownership really give, you know, everything they have for that organization, those are the clubs that find the real true profitability. Uh, and so... Again, another argument for promotion and relegation is, you know, is it more about who you have behind the club and the fan base and the ownership and the coaching staff and all that? Or is it more about where you're at in the in the profitability standpoints based on what division you're in? Probably a lot of the little of everything, uh, but with the right people in place, you're going to find success. You're going to find profits with that. So, yes, it's, it's you know, I'll be honest, finances play a role. Statista, uh, you know, they highlights that 50% revenue difference for teams in the championship versus the Premier League. Uh, and right now, the MLS profits and club values are starting to really skyrocket. But USL clubs are also rising on their own. In, you know, in that own, in their own categories, you know, it's completely separate from Major League Soccer, with some clubs jumping from under, you know, a value of a hundred thousand only in 2010 to over five million dollars in, in player market value now. Uh, this is growth that's coming independent for most teams of the MLS. You know, there are some teams that are, you know, second division teams for MLS, which you know makes not a lot of sense because there's no attachment to the league itself. Um, uh, even though it's this, the official second division, but there's no connection in promotion relegation. So I imagine that this growth that is already being uh, pushed from its, its own inception in the USL would continue to growth and would really you know, exponentially improve should these leagues be merged and form promotion and relegation. So there's really this absolute fear of money lost and financials uh, play that significant role. And I know that this situation we have in the world is even going to probably push this idea of promotion and rele relegation back even further, just based on the fact that now teams are going to really focus on restructuring finances once all of this is over uh, and I'm not a financial expert at all uh, so this is purely based on information that I've gathered what I've seen from other leagues other divisions and kind of how I've felt that the leagues in the United States have started to you know shift and how the game of soccer has started to shift as a very popular sport to play to watch and to be a part of in the united states so the question that i'm really going to leave with here is you know could the league be more profitable if mls and you the usl merged 
And could there be more incentive for teams to grow, you know, more, not in sense of profits, but just in prestige-wise and to grow as a, you know, a big part of what the culture is in whatever those locations may be? And could promotion and relegation create a league that will completely and that will actually compete talent-wise and in popularity with the European Big Five. So yes, I think for sure this can happen, and over the next two episodes, the last two in this series, I'm going to dive into how, uh, you know, if there's somebody out there who's listening who has more of a financial background who would like to come on and speak about some of the financial, you know, discrepancies that might come up, if we were to go to promotion relegation, more than happy to bring you on to discuss that as well. Um, but I think it's very, very p- possible for the United States to find a way to make the MLS, the USL, at least those two divisions merge in a way that helps the the sport continue to grow, helps profitability still maintain for clubs even if there was this potential to drop into this lower division, there are ways to find, um, you know, a fiscally responsible league structure that promotes increase in revenue, but also increase in talent acquisition and overall uh, enjoyment and growth of this league. Uh, Now is a time to do it because of uh, where we're at now is a time to do this because some of the other leagues in the United States are not doing as well as they had been. You know, the big one right now is the Major League Baseball. If you can compete with Major League Baseball and take viewers away from that, take young youth sport people away from that, you're going to put a good foothold in the, the steps that were are needed to take to go into promotion relegation. So that's it for episode three. Uh, make sure to follow me on Twitter at G-M-A-R-G-O number seven um, on Twitter. Email me your questions, feedback to patternsofplaypod at gmail.com. Uh, and please give a rating on Apple Podcasts. Uh, it just helps in continuing to grow the podcast and getting the the, the word out there. Uh but I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode. Uh, very much appreciate those people who have been listening. Uh, please continue to stay safe uh, and have a great weekend. Mm-hmm.